Welcome everyone to Sacred Silence. This is Sue Ellen Jones and I am your host. This is a new month and I wish to welcome everyone who hasn't been here before. And also, I appreciate those that do visit my podcast and follow along. This is a guided meditation, one meant to help uh, new people to meditation, as well as those that may just need uh, a new source of encouragement and inspiration. Please write in, or uh, there's a voice message system through the Anchor app, and I will uh, check in on those and get back with you as soon as possible. I really want to facilitate people to learn how to be quiet on their inner self. That's what my podcast is about. It is about learning to be silent on the inside. And from there, you might, you will grow in dimensionally and you will grow vibrationally. You will grow in faith and in inspiration because The Bible is clear, as are many traditions, to be still and know God. Enter the rest. You can visit my webpage at EssentialLifeEssence.com and uh, glad to have you there. There's a lot of information. There are blogs and uh, all my podcasts are there, and you will find training. On the very first page, it will teach you about meditation. The power of meditation is found in, you can actually identify it through the science. So there are uh, some teachings about the science. There are teachings about the metaphysical aspect of it, uh, meridians, <clears throat> auras, chakras, All those things are just other names for um, the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you. (laughs) We talk about it differently, don't we? And then uh, there's also um, that teaching will include the main thing, keeping the main thing the main thing, which is who you are in Christ. The divine mind or the field of energy that is around you It is a field, and it is energy, and it is God. We are all energy. You are not a solid being like maybe we grew up thinking. So hop on Essential Life Essence and see what all is there for you that could teach you the fundamentals behind the practice of meditation. Now, stay tuned for a short word from our sponsor, and I'll be right back. Welcome back to Sacred Silence. This is Sue Ellen Jones. And actually, I think we're all on a journey. I hope so, because we should never stop, never become stagnant, never sit down on our laurels and just be in one place without ever opening ourselves to new experiences which are coming to us all the time. And I'm on these new experiences right now. So I am changing a bit of the direction that I'm uh, currently going. A couple of things on the horizon. I am trying to put together a course 
that would help us all to be healers, to be recognizing our energy, to be receiving it, and to know the effortless process it is to share it with others by just being and knowing who we are. So this will be a course coming up soon that I'll be offering, and I hope many of you um, take advantage of it. But today I want to start with uh, just some of the things that I've learned in this course, primarily that it's incredibly easy, and I'm even wondering how in the world I'm going to make very many podcasts out of it because I have recognized that once you have it, you have it. And it's incredibly simple for a child. And yet we stumble over it because we have learned the ways of men. So I'm calling it energy, light, and information. We understand from the quantum physics that we are in a field of energy. This field of energy is particle. You and I are made of particles. Coherent particles are in waves, and waves are uniting and intersecting with like waves. I think that's interesting because in the Bible it talks about like begets light. And uh, as you expand these ideas, as you begin, when you first hear it, you think of, all right, it's two of every kind because like begets like, right? So we'll take two hippos and two rhinos with us on the ark, or a human being will produce another human being. We will not produce an animal. Um, We will not give birth to that. But... As you grow in your mind and you begin to expand into a field of information, it's inside of yourself, but you're also in it. You begin to learn things that uh, uh, perhaps others aren't quite there yet. You didn't have to learn it from another. In other words, it became innate in you. So you learned and I learned that I'm in a field of energy, and I am particle, but I am wave, and like begets like. So as I project my energy by just being around me to every article, to every material uh, piece of furniture or surroundings, and to people, that I will be intersecting and attracting and drawing unto myself those things which are like my energy pattern. That's uh, pretty important because if you don't like what you're drawing to yourself, you have something you can work with here. Another thing to note, there are some few things that are key to understanding. One is, that we often go into healing with an expectant heart. (laughs) And what does our expectant heart view and visualize is a certain 
because we're talking about healing, we are seeing something very specific happen, something that will address what we feel is wrong, but it will be very specific. And that is our expectation. And we need to learn to lighten up and let go. Have an expectancy. That means that you're open to all the goodness and the grace and the marvelous miracles of God, but you're not telling him what to do, how to do it, or what needs fixed. I suggest to you that the divine mind, the intelligence of the universe, the God who is, the God and Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit, who made all things in the beginning, knows He's waiting for us to trust him. (laughs) Trust is a powerful power in the earth. All right, so we have expectation versus expectancy, and we want to be in expectancy. Here's another one. Is it instinct or is it our... uh, not the instinct, but our intuition. Well, intuition, I had a lot of people talk about that, and I've talked about it before, and I probably have podcasts about it, but intuition does involve some of our own thinking and understanding. For instance, I might get up in the morning, and um, I'm looking at uh, what to have for breakfast, and I'm attracted to something uh, that's a little bit different. And I'm thinking, I think I should eat that. That's not what we usually have, but I think I should eat that. The very idea that I am saying I think has involved a little bit of our thought process. (laughs) Now, instinct is a bit different than that. And instincts... There are the instincts that animals have, and if we observe them, we can learn from them because we have them too. We just don't use them. So there's instincts for self-survival among animals, and we might call it the fight and flight, but it's an instinct, and it it produces certain hormones, and we know the story. But instinct also sends birds south in the winter, it sends, uh, it does wonderful things to uh, schools of fish in the sea as they instinctively flow together as one. It's a school, and they never touch each other, and they're precise. <laughs> it tells whales where to be at different seasons of the year. In other words, it's a big old GPS inside of an animal. And it can be for good. It always is for good. Even fight and flight is for good. It is to save you, right? Um, But it will not involve an element of fear. So instinct for us is our GPS. It's an inner GPS. So we don't really think about it. In fact, it might be counter our thoughts, Let me give you a suggestion, an an example from my past. Uh, As I was 
raising my family and get to be teens and such, and then maybe college age. And then they, well, even prior to the college age or in high school, there was a strong, strong teaching in the Christian church that uh, young people should wait to get married, number one, and number two, they should all go to college. And, and it was just a strong teaching. But I had this, I, at first I might have thought it being an intuition, intuitively sensing that that wasn't quite right. But what was clicking in was an instinct, an instinct that said, trust, trust your kid to know what's good for him. And so that's kind of what I did. And then other people would come along and say, well, they don't know what's good for them. How can you trust them? But you see, I'm actually, what it boiled down to was trusting the God in them. And by releasing that from myself and letting it go, going with the instinct, which was very strong, to allow them to make their own decisions in these areas, it, I felt, helped them to grow, mature, and find their own path. It is one thing for them to walk on the path that I have laid out for them. It is a completely other thing for them to find their own. And by the way, we all did take a very circuitous route. Many of us, at least, maybe I should say, many of us took a circuitous route to get where we are and to land where our feet were flat and we were standing and not falling over. But that's okay. That's okay. It's all life experience. We learn from it all. God is with us and in us never leaves us nor forsakes us. And we are growing in grace every minute, every second along the way. And the more that we change our mind and agree with him that he is good all the time, that our instincts kick in a little bit stronger because we're trusting it. You see, when you don't really trust something, you won't follow it. For instance, another for instance might be with your health. I'm not telling anyone what to do with your health. Ever won't do it. <laughs> but let me tell you what might happen. I know that there was a day when I, for 10 years, had irritable bowel syndrome. That's a terrible thing to have. And I will tell you, I took many meds and I had many procedures done. And I will also tell you, that I'd prayed and prayed and prayed, please heal me, please heal me, please heal me, for 10 years. And I'd gotten to the place where I thought, well, I'm just going to end up with colon cancer and I'm going to die. I really thought that. Now, what changed? Well, there was a little part of me, and it was just a tiny little part, that when I saw a preacher on a TV at 11, about 10.57 at night. And that preacher said, there's a woman who has had irritable bowel for a long time, and she is healed. In that second that he said that, I was able to appropriate that. I was able to say, yes, that's me. That was a childlike moment. It made no sense. It didn't come to me intuitively. It appeared on a screen out of nowhere to me. I did not know this preacher. 
I did not know they were going to say that at 10.57 at night. But instinctively, a reaction happened in my soul that said yes. Instinctively, I knew this was God. And that was the last day I ever had irritable bowel syndrome. And that would be 30 years ago now. But I had it for 10 years. And in a moment of time, my instincts rose to just that level for that moment. And it changed my lifetime from that point on. So today, we're going to work a little bit with our energy, our light, and the field of information. That is going to be our goal. Please find your place uh, to sit, and I'll be back with you in a moment. Okay, find a place to to sit. And I suggest uh, sometimes using a meditation cushion because it definitely does help with the meditation posture. But that's entirely up to you, and I do have teaching on that. If you go back through the podcast, you'll find some. We want our energy to be released and not crimped in any way. So we want to straight back, might sit cross-legged, etc. <laughs> and you take some cleansing breaths. Put your attention on your breath, watch it enter, watch it as you expel this breath. And do this three or four times to bring your mind and heart into quietness. I know you've heard the term centeredness. That also applies here. We're going to do a bit of a body scan uh, to, first of all, we want to speak to our body that it is going to go deeper and deeper into relaxation. I do like to do this. I do it on every meditation. So beginning at the top of the head, go through the head and then the shoulders and arms. Go through the abdomen of the chest and then the abdomen and hips. And then go through your legs, knees, feet. And speak to these individual parts of your body to relax and to go deeper into relaxation. You can turn this off and just for the next few moments do that. Okay, welcome back. And now... You have centered yourself. You have entered the sacred, secret place, the silence, the temple. And there you are. You're within. This is the essence of who you are. This quietness, this peace, the love that wells up in you. Now, we are going to do something we haven't done a lot of before, and that is we want to receive. For us to be able to give, we must 
receive. You can't love your neighbor apart from loving yourself. You will love your neighbor with the same love with which you love yourself. So let's begin. And this will, is partly to help teach you to feel energy. Your energy. And to receive more of your energy. So we're now we're going to do a scan at the top of our head and follow the same pattern as before. But this time we're going to pause and I'm going to walk you through it. So follow with me, starting with our head. Feel. Do you feel the blood flowing beneath the scalp? Can you feel tingling sensation? Do you feel energy around your head? Feel. You might see colors emanating from your head. Watch them. Don't be ultra serious, but be childlike. Enjoy what you're looking at. Enjoy the feelings. Are they rising and falling? Are they expanding? Are they changing? Are they the same? Stay with that feeling. And a word of advice, if you are feeling a great deal of sensation around your head, then let me go on. And you stay where you are for a while until you instinctively know to move on. Okay? So moving down to the shoulders myself, bring, come along with me, if you will. And what do you feel? Do you feel a tingling? Do you feel cold, hot? Do you feel energy? Do you feel a breeze blowing? Do you see colors? You're experiencing warmth. Observe. You are observing and you are also the observed. This is a mystery. Follow down your arms. Feeling. Experiencing. Play with the energy. And by that I mean observe it and watch it as it grows and diminishes, rises and falls, comes in like a wave, flows out again. Do this with your entire body now. Turn me off. And do the observation of your body. Observing for the places and the growth and the movement of energy.
All right. Now you have experienced your energy, and it might have been a feeling, a light. Light is photons of energy. And it definitely is a field full of information. You are not, it is not necessary for you to know what the information was. You are simply trusting that you did receive it all, and it's all in you as you. The hardest part is learning to trust that it's in you already, and all you're doing is now opening up yourself to the kingdom of a living God, which is in you, to the Holy Spirit that has made you the temple. And he is in residence in every cell of your being. But now you are open, now you are trusting, now you are feeling, and healing already, 100% of the time, has occurred. Even in the Bible, it says, by my stripes, you are healed. It's a present tense. It isn't something you ask for over and over again. It is something that is, and you simply believe. All things are possible to him who believes. This is Jesus who said that. So here we are in our Christian world, and you have received, you have lived in, you have dwelt, and you have trusted the energy, the light, and the information that is around you in the field of which you are in, of which is in you. Christ in me is my hope of glory, and I am in Christ. All the same. Until we meet again. <laughs>